to block her ears, too afraid of what she might hear. She hummed a little whimper, deep in her throat the way Studley had. Just enough noise to challenge any other whimpers in the room. When they came with the squad car to check out her call, she'd have to get up. But not till then. Then it'd be okay. Maybe even safe. Why hadn't Studley barked? That one was easy, now that she'd remembered. About Studley. He'd been dead for almost a week. Chapter One I'm not alone. Some people spend their entire lives on the edge. Variation is what keeps life interesting. It's just that some types of variation are harder to take than others. Emma rolled her eyes. Her sigh was gusty. Basically, she lived for those days when her life was as normal as anyone else's and tried, a little desperately at times, to appear undaunted by the rest. There's always someone who has it worse. At least she had acceptance on her side. Maybe. There were moments when Emma doubted that almost more than she doubted herself. The friends, the acceptance, could all be faked, like the mask she wore marked normal. This was one of those times. After a near sleepless night, she was finding it difficult to dredge up optimism. As she walked into the lab and set up her workstation, she made a conscious effort to shake off her depressing thoughts. Face it, your life's good, save for a few cyclic disturbances. The last was such an obvious understatement that she gave an unwilling snort of amusement. It always happened in cycles, and Emma had never been able to figure out whether the trigger was some kind of lunar influence, a biorhythmic discrepancy, or perhaps an inexplicably weird metaphysical imbalance. Maybe the planets are lined up, or my chakra is hyperactive, or... Whatever the reason, it was damned annoying. One incident would never satisfy her system, either, and she sometimes wondered whether she was metting out tribute to the gods in the form of embarrassment and panic attacks. And those blasted deities didn't seem to be satisfied with anything less than her total mortification. To think she'd moved again to improve the situation. She let out another exasperated snort, then gave Dale, at the next lab bench, an apologetic smile. Problems? he asked, eyeing the paper in her hand. Then, correctly interpreting the expression on her face, he quickly lifted his feet off the floor. Now? he asked, startled. Dale was one of her oldest friends. 
He'd been the most tolerant of her flatmates during her attempt at communal living in college. Now he worked in the same research lab. Amazingly enough, he wasn't put off by her problem. Most of the time, he seemed to find it amusing. That seemed to be most people's reaction, until they had a close encounter. She wondered sometimes why she still had so many friends. I'd have run the other way, she admitted. She sighed again. I don't hear anything, Dale remarked. Usually an episode was punctuated by squeaks and rumbles, scratches and thumps. Because it's not that problem, she whispered with a quick glance at Nikki and Chang. It's the other one. Dale smirked.